Okay, we must say we nun bet, and we're starting at the bottom of nun aleph amud bet. So we two lines from the bottom of the two dots in the middle uba kohenet adunachem in the So we saw in the Mishnah that one of the tnaim in the Mishnah is that uh, there's a tnai ketuba. Sorry, not in the Mishnah, in the ketuba. There's a tnai. We saw in the Mishnah there's a tnai ketuba. One of the tnaim in the ketuba is that if a woman is taken captive, her husband undertakes to redeem her, to free her, to release her. And then there was an extra clause with regard to a woman who's married to a Kohen. So with a Kohenet, that he is chayev to not only redeem her, release her, free her from captivity, he also has to pay to send her back to her father's house, to her family. Why? Because a Kohenet, even if she was anusa, she'd be neneset, she was raped, she can't live with her husband. So therefore he can't keep her. Right? Asked her to live with him. But he still got to free her and then Halada. Still got to free her and then send her home. So that was the extra chiyuv. Everybody else, it's imtish batayi afrakinech. If you're in captive, I'll, I'll, I'll free you. And bring you and make you and, and, and make you my bring you back to my house as my wife. And with the Kohenet, he says, I'll send you back home. So Yana Gemara says like this. We start in Yanun Alef Amudbet at the bottom, the second last. Amra Baya. So here comes an interesting question now. Almana to a Kohen Gadol, who's asked to live with him. Right? If a Kohen Gadol married an Almana, so even though it's a love and the Kiddushin is Tofsi, but he's not going to live with her, right? Because he has to live with the Betula. Sabaya, he's Chayev Lifdota. He has to redeem her. Why? Sabaya Shani Koreba. Because even a regular Kohen who's married to a Bat Yisrael, who's now a Kohenet, married to a woman, he's got a chiyuv to redeem her and to send her home. So even when it's asur for him to live with her, he still has to redeem her and send her home. So I buy the same thing over here. Kohen garot lamana. Asur for him to live with her. Doesn't matter. We see that even a regular Kohen has to redeem his wife in the nats asur for him to live with him and send her home. There's a long rush over here. Which, um, but he said the very last line says, right? Because while they're married, even though it was the it was asur for him to live with her, he's going to redeem her and then send her and then send her on, on, on her way. So that's what he says. And then he says, However, a mamzeret or a netinali Israel. So here in the case of a mamzeret, that's asur or a netina, right? That aren't allowed to live. With uh, with uh, with the Israel because I asked to them, Eno chayev liftota. Yeah, he doesn't have to redeem her. Look at Rashi. Afa gab the late to eat la ketuba, even though she's got a ketuba, right? But tonight ketuba the lemishka of meifak, and the ketuba is that he'll take her and redeem her and 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 and, and uh, release her. Late la tonight ketuba the pirkuna. There isn't in her conditions over here. To, re- to release her, sorry. She's, and, and she can take her money and go, right? In other words, she's got a ketubah, he has to pay her and go. Not to live with her. There isn't a clause in the ketubah of the pirkuna, right? Because from the outset, he wasn't allowed to live with her. See, if he wasn't ever allowed to live with her, to begin with, whether I marry her, he wasn't committed to 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 do that's what he said. I don't have to Why she'elani koreba ve'otvinachli leintu? You see that because of that special clause in the Mishnah about a kohen, that there's a clause that says ve'adrinu. 
says, V'adrinach lemedinatech, I've got to return you back home. So Abaya learns that there, when there's an issue to live with somebody, like a regular coin to his wife, so here even a coin to Amana, there's a coin as a din of sending her home. And Yisrael hasn't got that din. And Yisrael's din is only to release her. And here that wasn't part of the, of, of, of the, of the conditions with the, with the Mamzeretel in a tin. That's what Abaya says. Because in one place he says, I've got kore v'adrinach. And in the case here, she'el ani kore v'odvinach into. He says, I can't. I'm not able to call into right? Because what does it mean v'odvinach into? He says, I'll return you to be my wife. He can't return her to be his wife. Ask her to be his wife. With a coin, he's got a mitzvah at night to send her back home. That he can do. Right? That is, that is not only is he allowed to do, he's encouraged to do that. So therefore, he's got to release her and send her back home. But with a regular mum, Zeret on the Tina, he's not allowed to... We're talking about a Kohen Gadol. We are talking about a Kohen Gadol. Abayah said, Al Kohen Gadol. We're discussing a coin yes. gadol. That's what he learns a coin gadol from a regular coin. He can't live with her from, from the inception. He also can't live with her from the inception. He can't live with her, but he can send her home. And therefore, because in a regular condition, a coin, as a, if he's married to a girl, he says that if you become taken captive, I will release you and send you home. So Abaya says, ah, whenever it's a coin, that clause of sending you home applies. So therefore, he's got to release her and send her home. In a mamzeret and in a, and in a tin, the clause there is, I will reinstate you as my wife. That, he does, that doesn't apply to him under these cases because he's Israel. So to a coin, the clause of I will send you home applies even to a coin, Gadol to Namana. But reinstating you as my wife to a Yisrael can't apply over here. So that's not Shayach. That's what Abayah said. Rava, my Rava says, no. Rava says like this, sorry. Kol she'isu shivya goremla, chayav liftota. He says, any time that it's the shivya, that's the fact that she was taken captive, that he now can't be with her, he has to redeem her. But Isu so that's in the case of a Kohen and, a, and who gets taken, his wife gets taken captive. Why can't he live with her? Because she was taken captive, because we assume that she was raped. Ah, so Amanatu Kohen Gado. The reason he can't live with her isn't because she was taken captive, because she's now Amanatu a Kohen Gado. So Rabbi will say, then he isn't responsible. So Isu Dabarachir Goremla Eno Chayav Tota. Right, the word would say, let's say this machloket, Rava and Abaya, is the machloket clear? Right, that Rava says, only if it's the shvia, the actual captivity which causes you now to have to send, you can't live with any longer, then you've got to redeem her. But if you can't live with you, you have to redeem her. So the word says, let's say, a person who makes a neder, that he'll go and get any hana from his wife, which means he has to divorce her. And then she gets taken captive. So now Rabbi Eliezer or Mary Poder, it says, must go and redeem her. no ten lak to batan. Pay her out of ketuba and she must go home and then divorce her. Rabbi Yeshua, Mary, no ten lak to batan. You give her the ketuba, you don't release her. You've got no chiyuv to release her. Right, so now the Gemara sidetracks a bit. So that's the machlok between Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer says, you redeem her and you release her, then you give her your ketuba. Rabbi Yeshua says, give her ketuba. You have to pode. Look at Rashi, wava and no pode. Uh, he says, "Vayno pode lekaman lekaman." We'll see later on why. Okay, I'm not speaking. Okay. So now, Amar Abnatan Shalti at Sumchus. Abnatan says, "I asked Sumchus." Keshamar Rabbi Yeshua Abnatan Ketubat Vayno pode. When Rabbi Yeshua says, "You give her Ketubat," you don't release her. You don't redeem her. Is that a case of Keshehedira Ulevasof Nishbat? First, he made the neder, not even any 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 from her, and then she was taken captive. Or is it even 
benishbeit, when she was taken captive, ule basofi der neni made the neder. This is not relative to our sugya. Just a question, an interesting question, right? What was it? He says, I haven't heard the answer. However, near end varim, it makes sense to me, he says, At first he made the nedir, not getting her now from her, and then she was taken captive. Why? If you would say that it would even apply if she became taken captive first, and then he made the nedir, the guy would say, Listen, I can't redeem her. I made a neder. Not getting hana from her, so I can't redeem her. So therefore, so he says it appears from some because he hasn't really got a proper answer, but it makes sense that you could only, you only in a Yeshua would only say you don't have to redeem her if you'd originally made the neder. And then no one can say, ah, he's just trying to get out of having to pay the redemption money. That's why he made the neder. Right? Only the neder was in advance. Now we come back to our suggest. The one that goes back to the Bukhari is Rabbi Yeshua. So the Gemara says, "My love, my dear Eshet Cohen, can we find this? Isn't this the machlokit between Mishra and Rabbi and Rabbi Eliezer? We're discussing about an Eshet Cohen when he made a neder from an Eshet Cohen. My love, look at Rashi, my dear Eshet Cohen, but Cohen shedured Ishto. Dear Yisrael, lo amar Rabbi Eliezer pode. If it was a Yisrael, even Rabbi Eliezer wouldn't say pode. Why? Sharei ain ani korebat naiktu, but Yisrael v'otvi nachli leintu, because then even if it was a Yisrael." Why would he want to redeem her? To, you know, the, when's there a tznai in the ketubah to redeem a woman from captivity? When you're going to reinstate her into your house as your wife. Now, as a Yisrael, we already saw that that can't apply over here. Because a Yisrael who's made a neder from his wife, they're getting her now from her. He can't reinstate her into his house as a wife. So it must be, we're talking about a kohen. And what's the dim with a kohen? There's an extra rider with a kohen. Not only you have to redeem her, but you've got to also send her back to her father because you can't live with her. So that seems the machloket over here. The guy made a neder not to live with her. It's exactly the same as a kohen whose wife was taken captive and he can't live with her. Or a kohen and an almanah. He can't live with her. But we see that even though a kohen and an almanah, Rabbi Abayah still said, redeem her and send her home to her father. Because with a kohen, there's an extra, there's an extra requirement in the ketubah. That's what he says. We're talking about a kohen. My love, my dear, my dear, she not coin. I should coin. I buy it. I'm a kabbalist. I buy it. Sell a kabbalist. Right? I be say even you redeem like a coin. God will Even though you can't live with it, you got the extra clause in the kutub. Send it to your father. Rabbi, I'm a kabbalist. And Rabbi, and Rabbi Shul would like Rabbi. And Rabbi says no. Only if the if the issur is because of the shivya, then you have to redeem her. But he has not because of the shivya. He has because of the neder. She, you made a neder that you wouldn't get hana from. That's why you can't redeem her. If you ever made a neder, you could redeem her. Right? So that's what the Gemara says. Law. That's not the machlok that you know. Believe in Rabbi Yeshua. Hachemaz. What we talk about over here? Kagon shenadra ihi vekim lahu. She made the neder, and he allowed the neder to be established. Because what do we know? That a husband can mayfair the wife's neder, right? If it's affecting him. So if she made a neder, not think that she, that her husband can't get any hana from her, she got any hana from her husband. And her husband said, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm accepting the neder. He could have said, no, I'm nullifying the neder, right? So this is over here, Rabbi says, like this, who natan es Rabbi says, why does he have to relieve, redeem her? Because it's his fault. Because when she made the neder, he could have nullified the neder. I he never nullified it. Therefore, he's responsible. He's responsible. He's got to redeem her. Rabbi Yeshua Savar, he natna etzbe ben shinea. 
right? Rabbi Leir says, no, she's the one that was the one that poked the finger in, in, in their eye. She's responsible, and therefore, she doesn't have to redeem her. So, wait a second. So, if we see now that it's her fault, so, Ketubah, Maya Bidata, why is she getting a Ketubah? Because even Rabbi Yeshua said, Noten la Ketubata, ve'ena poda. Ve'ena poda, you don't really redeem her. So, if Rabbi Yeshua is saying, Rabbi, it's her fault, why is she getting a Ketubah then? She didn't even get a Ketubah. Question number one. But two, and furthermore, I'm Rabbi Nathan, Sha'alti at Subchus, Kishamar Bishu, and Otena Ketubata, and Opode, Kishiril of Sophie Spano, Bishman, and Sophie Dira, Amalo Shamati, never knew whether it was before or after. But either Nadri, now, if it's she that made the Neder, then how could I have asked, how could Rabbi Nathan have asked Subchus the question, Mali, Hidiru, and Sophie Spano, however, I mean, it was that he's the one that made the Neder. Did he make the Neder before or after she was captured, if she's the one making the Neder? Question, you clear, right? It was, what was that? What was the discussion of Sukhus? If we say now, no, the, the, the situation is when she made the neder, not he made the neder. So then what do you mean, I asked Sumchus, Rabbi Natan, if it makes a difference if he made the neder after she was taken captive, before she was taken captive. And he's look, I don't know the answer, but it seems to be before she was taken captive, because after she was taken captive, then it would be like she is, uh, he's uh, making, a, he's lying over here to save money. Everybody clear with that? Right, Marco? Okay, clear? So that was the, so those are the two questions. The one is, if she made the neder, then why is she getting a ketubah? And secondly, what's the story about Sumchus? Making difference whether it was before or after Sinkab, that he made the neder or not. Alright? Ella le'olam da'adra ihu. Really, no, you're right. He's the guy that made the neder. Now each one will explain it separately according to their own ways. Abaya and Rava. Rashi says, "Abaya matarish l'tamei l'meimar l'avtnahi el lechul ha'amet kavati kaima the chen of matarish l'tamei." Abaya, everyone agrees with me. I'm going to explain like this now. Abaya matarish l'tamei amanada kohen gadol. When it comes to amanada kohen gadol, kula amelo pligi dechayv liftot. Everyone agrees that he's got a redeemer. Why? Because of what Akabaya said. Because there's that line of Ketubah that he can redeem her and then send her back home. Mamzeret benetilalisha. When it's a mamzeret benetilalisha, kula ama lopligi. Everyone agrees that she, he doesn't, not chayb le, le, to redeem her. Why? Because the... Why be married to a Kohen Gadol? And Amana, the Kedushin is Tofsin. Asur, to live together, but it's a love. It's a love. It's a love. Kedushin is Tofsin. It's not an issue karet. Right? Uh... When it comes to Madir, so that's so that's so that, that's what I'm gonna call Amelo Pligi the Chayv Liftota. Mamzeret Benetila Lishra. Amelo Pligi the Eino Chayv Liftota. Madir says like a Sabaya. Madir Esher Koenami, and if he makes a Neder, also he says Kul Amelo Pligi the Chayv. Everyone agrees he has to do the Redeemer. Why? The Haynu Almana the Koen Galut. The same case as the Koen Galut to Almana. He can't live with her, but he can send her back home, and that's what the Tnai Ketubi is. Right, the Tnai Ketubi is, he says over there, Ahadri Nachlim Medinatech, I'll send you back to your house, to your town. Keep, so when is the Machlok, what does Abayi say, when is there a Machloket? The Madir Eshet Yisrael. When an Eshet Yisrael makes a, a, a Neder. The Madir Eshet Yisrael, when the wife makes the Neder, right? The Madir Eshet Yisrael, look at Rashi. Keep, uh, the Yisrael, No, so Rashi got a slightly different version. That's why I looked at the Rashi. Yeah. It's not, 
It's not that the Kohen, the wife is, but my dear Asher, when he's being my dear, the Asher Yisrael, when he's being my dear, the wife, his wife, right? And Yisrael being my dear, his wife. That's when there's a machloket. Rabbi Lezer, Azil Batar Mi'ikara. Rabbi Lezer goes after the beginning and says, Podeh, he does have to redeem her. Rabbi Yeshua, Azil Batar Besof. Rabbi Yeshua goes after the last stage and says, he doesn't have to. What does it mean, the beginning and the end? What's Mi'ikara? Before the Hadra, look at Rashi here. Keeping the Shal Shiriyat Ishto. Shetnao Harishon. V'ot binech le'intu. Hayara u'lachul. At the beginning, before she, he made the Neder, that didn't applied. Aval besofo, yevshal ha'kaimu. But in the end, he called ha'kaimu. Why? Because he made a Neder. So it doesn't matter. You made a Neder, you still got to redeem her. Because melechatchile, before you made a Neder, you could have redeemed her and brought her back to be your wife. And Rabbi Yeshua goes at the end. and says, what's the end? Right? And Rabbi Yeshua says, listen, you can't bring the girl go back to your house. You made a neder. You can't live with her. So it's not good that before the neder you could have. Now we've got a neder. That's the new suggestion. We go off the stage and therefore you can't but give her a ketubah. That's why he says you give her a ketubah. So that's what the Gemara said. Rava, that was Abaya. Rava Matari to the time. Rava says like this. Amanara Kohen Gadol. And the Mamzet Matil Yisrael. Kule Amelo Pligi. The Eloch Hayab Liftota. Everyone agrees when it comes to these things. There's no, no, no reason why. Because what did Rava say? Rava says that when are you Chayab to Redeemer? Only if it's because the issue was created as a result of being taken captive. Remember? And when it came to the Amana or a Netin, Netina or, or, a, or a Mamzeret, it wasn't the captivity that caused the Isur. She was Asur Lechadchila. So therefore, everyone agrees you wouldn't have to redeem her. Keeping it, where is there a Machloket B'madir? When it comes to a guy who made a Neder. And he says of Yerabim even further, Bein Eshet Kohen, U Bein Eshet Yisrael. Makes no difference if it was a Kohen or a Yisrael. Even a Kohen would have to, even a Yisrael would have to redeem her. We thought that a Yisrael wouldn't have to redeem her because the, 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 the the terms for redeeming a Yisrael was like the right to put her back into your house. And Rabbi Lezer, Azil Batasa, now that's the Machloket. But Ben Eshet Kohen, Ben Eshet Yisrael. Rabbi Lezer, Azil Batar Mi'ikara. Rabbi Lezer goes off to the beginning. Rabbi Yeshua, Azil Batar Sof. So again, Rabbi Lezer goes off to the beginning. What was the beginning? The beginning was with the Bat Kohen. Once she was taken captive, you can't, you, 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 uh, Rabbi Lezer would say, Azil Batar Mi'ikara, that you can always at the outset, a Bat Kohen, before staying captive, you could live with her, you got a Redeemer. A Bat Yisrael, you could live with her, you got a Redeemer. Rabbi Yeshua says at the end, a Bat, a bat Yisrael, you can live with her, you got a Redeemer. A Bat Kohen, you can't live with her, you can't redeem her. Okay? So that is, uh, that is okay. The Gemara carries on and says that in the Mishnah, it said, Nishbait Chavrif Tota. So there, if she go, while they captive, you have to redeem her. Tarabanan, Nishbait Bechayai Bala. She was taken captive while her husband was alive. Vacharkach made Bala. And then in the meantime, her husband died. So it says the Brite, he kirba Bala. If the husband was aware of it, look at Rashi, he kirba Bala. Second law trans Rashi right at the bottom. So while he was alive, before he died, he knew that she was taken captive, and he's got a chiyuv in a ketubah, in his ketubah. So if he knew before he died about taken captive, yorshin chayvin liftota, his yorshin have to redeem her. But if the guy, let's say, I don't know, he had uh, Parkinson's or whatever, or not, or he was from dementia, or he had a stroke and he wasn't aware, or he just never knew, 
that she was then kept even before he died. In other words, it wasn't known to him. And Yorshin Chayvim Diftota. Unbelievable. He's Yorshin, you don't have to do it. The only thing he knew about it was the Echiv. He never knew it wasn't Echiv. Levi Sabar, Levi Sabar, Levi wanted to actually apply this Lalochel Amase. Ki Hamaditla, which is to the brighter. So Hamale Rav, so I said to Levi, Hachi Amar Chavivi. Now we've seen this before, Chavivi. Who's Chavivi? Remember Rav? Rashi says over here that Chavivi is Rabbi Chia. That he was Rav's uncle, remember? Rabbi Chia was Rav's uncle from his mother and his father. If I'm not mistaken. I think that Rabbi Chia was, was related on both sides. His mother and his father. He was a brother, a half-brother and a half-brother half, a half brother to, his bro, to his mother and his father on different, from different parents. And therefore they got married. She says, Amali Chavivi, she said to, to Levi, you can't pass an ochlach, Rabbi Chia told me, it's not the alocha. Ela kiha, she says, this is the alocha. The Tanya, we learn a bright, and he quotes a bright of here. Says nishbeit laachar mitad bala. If she was taken captive after the husband, the husband already died, so then and they told him chayim niftota. Then they don't have to. If he already died and she's taken captive, that the yorshin have to. The yorshin don't have to uh, redeem her. V'lo odi says it. Afilu nishbeit bala. Even if she was taken captive during the husband's life, v'achar kach meid bala, and they told him chayim niftota. She'elani koreba v'otvinach leintu. See what he says? He says, it makes no difference if he knew about it, didn't know about it. They never have to redeem her after, he, after the husband died, even if she was taken captive while he was alive. Because the whole condition of releasing a wife from captivity is to re- reinstate her as your wife. If the guy's dead, how can you reinstate her as his wife? Right, so that's what, that's what, uh, that's what Rav says to him. So the, the whole machloket there in the original brighter, we saw about a difference before or after, if he knew or didn't know, it says, says Rav, it makes no difference. So now a woman taken captive and they ask 10 times what her worth is. I don't know how you establish what your wife's worth is, right? <laughs> but let's say that you could establish it. If you could sell her on the slave market and see what she would get. So the Tanakama says, The first time this happens to her, you redeem her, even if it's worth 10 times her money. From now onwards, if she gets taken again, Ratsa, Pode Ratsa, and Pode Ratsa, him to the side. Look at Rashi. The Lord Takinubar Abadan, Elachad Pidion, the Tanai Ketuba is only once you have to redeem her. If she's taken captive, uh, release her. You have to release her multiple times. That was the 11th time you've got to release your wife. Okay, now my father gets very upset about these very technical discussions. But that's Alokha Lamase. You've got a condition, it's a marriage contract, right? Uh, that's what Rabbi Shimon Gamliel That's Tanakama. Rabbi Shashbag says, "Ain't put in a shvuin yoter on kedai dimehen mibnei tukitikuna olam." Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, "Nah, you don't pay more than what she's worth, ever." Because of tikuna, what's tikuna olam? Look at Rashi. Shlo yargilu lahalot al dimehen. Because if people stop paying all astronomical amounts of money, so you 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 encourage a kidnapping. People think, "Ah, oh, I'm happy to pay." If they know, you won't pay more than they're worth, because I won't ask more than they're worth. That's what Rashi Bhagavad Gita says. Right? The most likely thing, if it's the amount of money, podin. You do. Even though it's more than the ketubah. So let's say you had a ketubah, which was a ketubah of 200 mana, with a tosefet of another 100,000 shekels. Right? So the whole ketubah is worth, let's say, half a million shekels. And, they, and she's worth a million shekels. And they ask a million shekels, Rashbaks, even though the ketubah is only worth half a million, right? So it might be cheaper for you to throw in the ketubah and say, yeah, get divorced and walk away. No. You've got to redeem her for what she's worth, even though it's worth more than the ketubah. 
between two brighters. We see a bright here that says that, that she was taken captive and asked for ten times what her ketubah is worth. So Parmishna Podim, Mikamelech Ratzah Podim, Ratzah Enu Podim. So Yitanakam says over here, if it's not worth, the first case we saw the brighter was ten times worth than what she's worth. This brighter says ten times worth what the ketubah is. But we're not just interested in the Tanakam, we're interested in the Rashbag. Right? Podim. That Rabbi Shubin Gabriel Omer, Imaya Pirkuna, Kenege Ketubah Ta Podim, Vimlav Enu Podim. Here Rashbag says, wait a second. If the amount is what a ketubah is, you pay. If it's not the ketubah, you don't pay. The previous Rav Shabbat said, even if it's more than the ketubah, you pay as long as what she's worth. So the Gwaz says, Rav Shubin Gamliel, the Gwaz says, there's a steer between Rav Shubin Gamliel, there's no steer, Rav Shubin Gamliel, trey kole itle. There are two measures to Rav Shubin Gamliel. Now, it's a little bit in the, in, I would say, in counterintuitive over here, because the way the Rashi explains, look at the trey kale, lo yoter al damea shir uyali macher b'shuk, you don't pay more than what she's worth. This is like a bit of a chazara here. The Gemara seems to change a bit of a nesigah here from the first klal. So the first klal he said, Rashbag said, uh, he said, Lomer, and even it's more than the And yeah, he says, here Rashbag says, if it was uh, the amount of the ketubah, you pay more than to be don't pay. So the Gemara seems to imply that it seems to be like the, the higher of the two. Right? You don't go more than what she's worth as long as it's not more than the ketubah. Or not more than the ketubah as long as it's not more than what she's worth. It seems to be within those, within those boundaries. That's how the Gemara explains it. Okay, now, lakta We saw yesterday as well, that if she got sick, so refuah, there were two types of refuah. Remember we said yesterday, we said there was refuah, which was an, 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 an not a fixed price medication. And that's like mezonot. And therefore, you've got to pay for her refuah. If it was a fixed sum of money, that's not refuah. That's not called mezonot. And therefore, that you wouldn't have to pay. That's what we saw yesterday. So, if her husband dies, her, the, the orphans have to look after the, the yoshim. If she needs medication, it's like mezonot. Right? Rabbi Shubin Gamil Omer, refuah sheyash la kitzbah. Nitra peit miktubat rabbi. Rabbi Shubin Gamil says, only a refuah she yesh la kitzbah. Right? She ain't la kitzbah. So that's what Shabbat Rabbi Gamliel says over here that there are two types of refuahs. He says, refuah she yesh la kitzbah. That it's a set amount. Like you know it's a one-off car charge. That gets paid out of the ketubah. She ain't la kitzbah. Harehi kemazoli. If it's ongoing, like a person needs monthly, you know, what do you call it? There's a, what's that treatment called? Like when people have ongoing, what's the word? The correct term for it? I mean, a person ongoing treatment. No, they like a person taking medication. Chronic chronic chronic, 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 chronic medication. So that's like mazonot, which makes sense, right? You've got to eat every month. You've got to get medication every month. So I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Look at this. Rabbi Yochanan says, Asu hakazat dam bet Yisrael kerefuah she'en la kitzbah. Rabbi Yochanan paskin alochel in et Yisrael, they said that hakazat dam, now in Israel, it was common. Rashi points out that in et Yisrael, it was common to hakazat dam on a regular basis. In other places, it was much more irregular. So therefore, because that dam says Rabbi Yochanan, you told me you have to pay. So this woman would go every every day. It was like a craver the Rabbi Yochanan. The story happened where relatives of Rabbi Yochanan, right, came to Rabbi Yochanan. Havelehu itat Abba. They had a, a, a wife of their father. Okay, obviously, it wasn't their mother. Their father's wife, and they were the Yotomim. The Abba Tzichirafua called Yoma, who had to have medication every day. She was a chronic K. You know, that's all you need in your life, right? 
Bad enough, she's not your mother, and you're going to pay for all her medication. Right? So, uh, so Akilah came to Rabbi Yochanan, they came to Rabbi Yochanan. So, my lady, Yochanan said to them, Izilu kutsule midilurufe, go to the doctor and set an amount. Let him give you a one an amount, that you pay a one of amount, and he'll treat her. Even though it's every single day. Fix an amount. Once it's a fixed amount, comes out of a ketubah. Doesn't come out of, out of the eternal pocket. Now, he was doing it to save his relatives, right? They were his friends, his family. This. So, I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan did this. And then he had the charot to Rabbi Yochanan. He regretted it. Rabbi Yochanan, asinu atzmenu ke'orchei hadayanin. We made ourselves like lawyers. Look at the word that he uses, right? Orchei hadayanin. Rashi explains what is orchei hadayanin. That the dayanim come and they know how to speak to the judge carefully to persuade the judge to give the right din. That's what he means. So the Gemara said, I don't understand. So what was Rabbi Yochanan thinking? What Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan doesn't make these sort of mistakes. The Gemara said, Rabbi Yochanan, my sabar. Ulevesof Masavar, what's going through his mind? So he says, Mikara Savar, originally thought like this, Umi Basar Lo Titalem. He quotes a passage over here that says, Umi Sarcha Lo Titalem. Don't turn a blind eye to your family. So he thought he, he, thought he, had, he had maybe a, an obligation, he had to actually help his family. Ulevesof Savar, in the end he said, Adam Chashuv Shani. When it comes to poor people like me, people get the wrong impression, I shouldn't do that. Right? And therefore he had Charota. And I don't know whether he uh, made them change their mind or the case was, but the bottom line is he didn't like what he had done. New Mishnah. Loka Tabla, if he didn't write into the get, into the ketubah, sorry, Bani Dachrin, even if we came on the same Mishnah from yesterday, even if there's certain things he never wrote into the Mishnah, into the ketubah, sorry, doesn't matter, they're still Chayv. This is the case of Bani Dachrin, which we saw the other day. But in Dichim, we already saw is where a person writes a ketub, gives a ketub to, to his wife. Is he got more than one wife? That um, he's got two wives. That first he'll pay if, if, if the wives die. First he'll pay out the ketubah of the wife to the children. And only after they've spread out the ketubah, provided there's a dinar we saw the other day, remember? As long as there's a dinar left over, then they split it up according to the din of, 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 of Yerusha. According to each person gets equal. But up until the wives are paid out. That's Benin Dichrin. Now, what I learned today, we'll see in a moment, that it's more than just the Ketubah. It's the Ketubah plus the Nedunya. Okay? Plus the Nedunya, which is a big thing. And that's the whole reason for Benin Dichrin. We'll see in a moment. It includes the Nedunya. So whatever she brought in is the Nedunya into the marriage. When she dies, the husband pays out her children, her Ketubah, whatever the Ketubah is, plus the Nedunya. And to the second wife's children as well. The ketubah plus the nedunya. And then if there's money left over, more than a dinar, they split it up. Now, if there isn't a dinar, then this whole thing doesn't work, remember? If there wouldn't be a dinar left over, then we don't do this. So now let's go into the, into, into the sugar. So that's the mission. So yeah. if you didn't write in, it's still in the chayev. Why should I bait in? Then another case, in the, another clause in the ketubah. Benan Nokvan, your daughters that you were born from Yahavin Lechiminai, from Yahavin Yatve Beveti, Umitzanan Midnichsai, Adetil Kuchun Leguvrin. You're going to write in the Ketubah as well that until your, your, your young children, your daughters who you had from me, will stay in my house, I'll look after until they grow up. If you never wrote that, you still chayev. Why? Shoot Nai Beti. Athe Yatve Beveti, Umitzanan Midnichsai, Kol Yemei Megar Amunatayich Beveti. Have you never wrote it to the Ketubah to your wife? That if you die, you predecease her, that she can live in your house, right? She gets use of your house and she gets supported, she gets fed. 
right, from your nechassim, as long as she's an amana, until she gets remarried. It happens in, legal, in, in civil law as well, by the way. A lot of women don't get married for that reason, because they've got a pension from their late husband. And if the moment they get married, they lose their pension. So they don't get married. doesn't pay them to get married. They just shack up with a the guy. They don't actually get married because they won't lose the pension. This is how much as I look at the same thing. You, your ketubah has got a condition that the woman gets, is supported as long as she's an almana. The moment she remarries, she loses that. Okay, so it's we said... The same with the Almanot Okay, well, that's, that's, that's an example of Almanot Sahal. Exactly. Almanot, that's an example. That there, they only get the money as long as they aren't married. Once they get married. But it's not only Almanot Sahal. There are lots of, uh, of pensions and, and, and situations like that. Right? Almanot Sahal is a good example. A, a, lot, a lot of pension funds clause there, which is actually quite stupid if you think about it because it forces people to then do all sorts of things they wouldn't have done. I don't know. I mean, I haven't got a better solution, but anyway, we're not solving the world's problems now. We're just learning the Mishnah. Okay? So that is... Um, he said, If you don't write it to me, she's still chai. Why? She hoot nai baiti. Kacha you anchi shlam kotvim in shlam they write it like that. Anchi galil habu katvin kanchi shlam. In the galil they write like Yerushalayim. But anchi Yehuda, listen to this, in Yehuda, remember we saw Yehuda, all different mean hagim, right? Remember in Yehuda they were also, they were able to, to do Yehud before they got married. Remember the whole story. So in Yehuda they're different mean hagim. He says, Anchi Yehuda you kotvim. Anchi yirtsu hayoshin litain lak tuvatech. In Yehuda, it's like that you can live in a house, we'll support you as long as you want, until the, the Yoshi decided to pay you out your ketubah. So until they pay out your ketubah, then you can stay in the house. They pay out the ketubah, you have to go live somewhere else. That's how I wrote it in Yehuda. Lefiachach, he says, In Yehuda, they can just get rid of her. If they don't want the mother, the woman hanging around the house and, and, and getting monthly payments and living off them, etc., pay the ketubah and they're gone. That is, uh, okay, let's rush to the ketubah. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. What is this all about, this Benin Dachrin? This Ketubah of giving them the dunya and the, and the, and the whole story. Right? Since when the wife dies, any other husband inherits all her assets. Why does he have to now? Give her daughters what he was getting inherited from him. Look at Rashi. Yeah, look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. This is her nedunya. Right? That's what we're speaking about. So the Gemara explains why. Why is it? What is the reason? We want to encourage a father of a daughter. Right? To write a nice nedunya to his daughter as well. Because just like he would give his sons a nice amount of money. Because at the end of the day, right, he knows that that money will ultimately make its way to his grandchildren. Therefore, he doesn't mind giving his wife a big nadunya because he's not giving it to her husband. And her husband might have three other wives and to their children. He knows that it's going to ultimately get to his children, to his grandchildren. Is there such a thing that the Torah says the son should inherit? Because ultimately, yeah, by giving his daughter a big nadunya, what's he doing? He's taking it away from his son's Yerusha. Right? The Torah says, give it to your sons and you're giving it to your daughters. Right? Your daughter should inherit because really that's what's happening at the end of the day. So Gemara says, there's also a Doraita. Now, the Chachamim Metakain, a din which actually even in itself is a Doraita. Why? The Pasuk quotes a Pasuk over here from Yermia. 
which is like it's khu nashim vaholilu banim. Take women and have children, have ubanot, have sons and daughters. And take for your son's daughters. And your daughters give to men. And have lots of children. Yemiah says, and multiply and have lots of children and don't stay a small nation. So we see that the mitzvah said much on the father to make sure his daughters get married as his sons get married. How is he going to get his daughters married? By making sure they've got a big nadunya. So understand this, the, the sons, right? Bidei Kaimi. It's in their hands. Elebante mi Kaiman Bidbiyade. He says, but at the end of the day, I want to find the Rashi over here. Bishlom Benobiado. Elevakeshlo Isha Shedarko Shlishlach Zoher. He says, you understand when it comes to your sons. The sons, you can encourage them to go and find a wife. The way of the world says, Rashi, that men chase after women to propose to them to get married. So you can, that can be done. But women, how you get a woman to go and ask men to marry them? Pasnish. So it says, that's what we see. The, the nilbasha, you've got to dress your daughters nicely. The nichsa, and give them lots of assets, make them rich. The native la midi. And then men will come and jump and they want to marry them. He has good advice if you've got daughters. When you get your daughters married, you've got to dress them well, give them a big medunya, and then the, the, the signs are up, it has a chap, people come after and want to marry So the Gemara says, okay, but how much do you have to give? I buy a rabbit, I'm a tarvayu, add the isu nichse, add to a tenth of your assets. You've got to give, you've got to give your daughter for the dunya. So the eighth of the girl said, Well second, but I made the Avli rot, the Baal Loli rot. So look at Rashi over here. He says, But I made the Avli the Baal Loli rot. Kaivan the time a Kadesha Yikfotsli ten lebito, who the Tikunadunia, the Yav Ablebito Liartin Banin Dila. But that all works out well. He says, Maybe the Av, what the father gave her, the children should inherit from the Benin Dichrin. Right? About the Baal, what the Baal puts in Ukrashi, about Sharka to bot, Nixa Baal, Kagon Mane, Matayim, Metosepet, the Baal, maybe, maybe then, 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 Nixa, which only got the father gave it, rather than the Dunya, not the Ketuba as well. So Gemara says, Imken, Abnami, Mim, Nevelokatab, if that's the case, if the husband isn't paying his part, then the father, the, the, the grandfather says, I'm not playing my part either, and he won't give any money. So we say, okay, fine, but Aima Hecha, the Katab, maybe then the Bedin Dichra should only be in a situation where the father gives a big Nadunya. Then the husband says, I'm not letting you, you I'm not allowing this Benin Dichrin. Your sons aren't going to inherit. She wants to say, Lord Palu Grabanan. Rabbanan didn't make distinctions. The woman has a, has, has a schut of that, that's a schut. She wants to say, But Ben Abanim, Nami Tirot. So then he gets the case, But Ben Abanim as well. Look at Rashi, yeah, look at the very first wild lines of Rashi, But Ben Abanim Tirot. Kevin, the time is shown the dunya, Hechet the Ain Lo Banim, Mimena Ela Yesh Lo Bat, Min Isha Achat. The Gemara says, Kenachala Shavu Rabbanan. That Rabbanan made the din of Benin Dichrin like Nachala. And Nachala inheritance we know goes to the boys, not to the girls. 
Shemuel says, but then if there's daughters, let's say that he's got daughters from one wife and daughters from the other wife, then these daughters should inherit their mother like those daughters inherit those mothers if it's like a nachala. Because nachala, when it's only girls, but not shlofchad, then the girls inherit, right? So if it's like an inheritance, then it's like a case of ben shlofchad, there should be a case of ben as well. The Gemara says, no plug Rabbanan. Rabbanan said, no. The din of ben only applies to boys. The Gemara says, v'tigvi mi metaltile. How come it's only from makarkin? Why do I metaltile as well? The Gemara says, ketubah shabu Rabbanan. Because this whole ben is part of the ketubah ketubah. And a ketubah, we know that a ketubah is guaranteed. Rashiya, umetaltle de yakme lo mishtabde lishtara. The metaltlin of the yatomot don't go and cover the 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 the, the, the ketubah. It's only makarkin. The Gemara says titrop mishtabde. He says, okay, so then let them take from mishubani from karka. The Gemara says no. Yarton tnan. It's got a din of Yerusha. Look at Rashi over here. Yarton tnan. Lost my place here, sorry. Uh, I forgot. Yarto, I can't find it. Yarto, yeah. Ve'ain Yerusha b'meshubadin. Yerusha is only from 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 meshukhari, not from meshubadin. Therefore, it won't be. Uh, it won't. It, it, it won't apply to the uh, to to the meshulim. Im kain. So the government says, wait a second. Uh, so the Nachala is, the, at the end of the day, the brothers inherit equally according to each one other than the Bechor. They put an uproot. So therefore, as long as we can, encounter, we can include that in the din, there still be a proper Yerusha over here. We can pay out the Banin Dachrin as long as there's also a din of Yerusha. But if we're going to uproot Yerusha, we won't do it. So right, now, one thing is the Maise. Maise, Rapapa, Yasek, Lebrei. Rapapa was busy marrying of his daughter by Abba Sura, according to Abba, to Abba Sura's daughter. Rashi says, "Yeah, the Abbasur was his father-in-law. Veshira Papa lebeno achot ishto, and he was marrying his daughter to his sister-in-law. Okay, Azir lemichtav lekedubata, and he was on the way to his father-in-law to Abbasur's house throughout his ketuba. Shama Yehuda bar Marayma, Yehuda bar Marayma heard about this. Nafak ateid chazer, he came outside to see him. Right, kiimatu lepitcha." As he came out to the door, Havakemiftar Mine, he asked to say Shalom, goodbye, I want to go. Samale, why are you going? Nail Marba die. Come with me. Come in the end of Abiyah. We'll come to